Bush and Richie here. Welcome to another one of our podcasts. Can we just say thank you to all the people who subscribe and listen to this? We weren't 100% aware, but apparently, fastest growing podcast on this entire radio station. I think they need to check that. <laughs> I mean, well, let's, let's take it. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll, right, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take, take that. It. We'll take that. So, thank you very That's much. That's incredible. That is incredible. Well, so, we are uh, very honoured. And if you, you know, you see anyone else chatting to them, whatever, recommend us. Get yes, us in there, and then we can keep growing. Keep growing, getting at bigger that and bigger. Fast rate. Yes. So, thank you mm. very much for that. Uh, this show, I would just sum up in one word, and that'd be science, Richie. Uh, science has been peppered everywhere. I, I must apologise. I feel like I'm blinking at you. Are you I'm not are you upset. <laughs> no, I've got something. Something in my eye. eye, and I'm aggressively blinking to try and. If this is a football match, would you be stopped? Would you be stopped and have like water shot in your eye by the physio? It would be that kind of. I think it would be. Would yeah, that, yeah. It? I think it's fine. Now. No, it's not. It's still. still... I never forget, right? Watching an Everton game, and Richard Wright was goalkeeper, the goalkeeper. Yes. One of his contact lenses came out <laughs> in, in, when he did a goal kick. And th- someone else had to put the contact lens in for him because he had his gloves on. I was like, how can you have someone else put their finger in your eye? Two things on that. Oh. Uh, one. I would wear glasses like milk bottles rather than have contact lenses. Just generally or for sport? Or just, generally? just generally. Fair enough. Two, if you're a goalkeeper... Oh, it's blinking again. Sorry. If you're a, go- <laughs> if you're a goalkeeper... Yeah. I, I reckon if you turn up to your medical and, you know, when you sign for a club yeah. and you've got glasses... Failed. It's probably, yeah, it's probably not worth <laughs> serious, it's is it. It's integral. That's why I had to give up being in goal because my eyesight was going. You're blaming it on the on the contacts and the eyesight and all that kind of stuff. Other than that, it's bloody good goalkeeper. You could have gone right to the top. Yeah, definitely. What level, league level, because you've got team? Championship. Okay. Do you want to hear the show? <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. <laughs> When I got home last night, there was something waiting for me on the stairs. Oh, no. I le- <laughs> no, it wasn't some kind of dirty protest. Uh, I-, I got in and I saw it immediately. I thought, all oh, right, OK, that's probably been there a couple of hours. That is there waiting for me. Michael, what was it? I walked upstairs and halfway up the staircase uh, was an upturned glass tumbler. Underneath it, what was a wasp? Oh. Poor fella. Scott, that's, first off for wasps, that's an unusual time of year to be knocking around. He's obviously veered away from the... Uh, do they have a nest? Yeah, they do have yeah, nests. I think they do have they nests, nest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dot houses. Is, I, I think it is very unseasonable, Yeah, uh, but that's probably why I think he was a particularly large, angry and aggressive wasp. Nasty character. So uh, that's why he was underneath the tumbler, but... The tumbler was then just left there in the middle of the staircase, waiting for me when I got home. First thing I got home, yeah. there he goes. Little card underneath, out the door. There you go, Mr Wasp. So your your wife's clearly not planning a deal with that. That's, that's in your ballpark, isn't it? Do you know what? In many respects, that's another subject, but I guess we do have to deal with it, because I did think this myself. Mm-hmm. I think she'd done an amazing job catching the wasp yeah. under a jar. The they old card air- and jar Yeah, maneuver. they're airborne things. Yeah. I would have thought the easier part of it... <laughs> What's you got in there? Is- <laughs> What's you've got him underneath your tumbler yeah. is to slip the uh, the card underneath and out he goes out the door. Well, she could have, like, let him go so he's learnt his lesson and he'll just fly off somewhere else. I'm sure that's exactly what happens to the wasp. Rather just finish him off on the stairs. But it's one of those jobs, it, it's it's a Richie job, that's why she left it for me, it's one right. of my jobs. Yeah. Um, windscreen washer fluid, that's another one, you could have those windscreen wipers going over the screen, 
yeah, it needs new fluid. And that's, 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 that's one for me. It's your jurisdiction. It's my jurisdiction, as are bins. I'm sure oh, that bins. is for many. Me too. I, I, my other half, Katie, does not get involved with bins. Mm. I am, it's, I'm all 110% bins. But don't you think you'd, you'd like a little bit of variety in the old household jobs? Even if it just meant, like, swapping it with someone else. Say someone down the road, right? Fella, four doors down. Yeah. He doesn't like doing, uh, changing all the light bulbs. Yeah. I don't mind the idea of light bulbs. I'm sick of my bins. Swap them around. I'm pretty good at the wasp in the tumbler. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, c- I could do that. But if someone else excels in that, I'd like a little bit of variety. If you, if if someone has got you know a job that they want to swap, fantastic. Well, we've got a bit of time between uh, you know, a bit of music and giving away maybe two thousand pounds on the accumulator. Yeah. Household job swap club. Let's do it. If you've got a, a, a job that you always end up doing at your house that you're sick of. And maybe someone else has got a job that you don't mind, but they're sick of doing in your house, not in your house, in their own house. <laughs> then, you know what you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Just get in touch now, 8, 12, 15. Let's do this. You never know, and this could make some form of peace and tranquility all round. And we've got EMF next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. We are offering you a household job swap club this afternoon. Yeah. Maybe there is a task that is always left for you. You want a bit of variety. You want to swap it with someone else down the road who's got a job they want to do. We can make this happen through the power of radio. Connecting people around the United Kingdom. Nicola and Epsom says, Bush and Ritchie, I can't stand emptying the dishwasher, but I'm happy to swap and do your hanging baskets for you. No trouble. It's a good offer. Anyone asking for hanging, hanging baskets need doing, get in touch now. Uh, Tom in traffic says, I hate having to get clothes that I've been been left inside the tumble dryer because I'm usually carrying washing for the tumble dryer. Now, are any of those jobs going to appeal to Chris? What job are you offering up, Chris? I would love to swap poo patrol. I have an English Mastiff, which 70 kilos, poo machine. <laughs> 70 kilos. I had a golden retriever and he was about 35 kilos, just to give it some kind of... <laughs> that is that is huge! Tell us about poo patrol. What, what times it happen and where? What, what goes on? I just, I just don't understand where it comes from. It, it, it's as if it just falls out of her in different places. All right, spare us the details, <laughs> fella. You're just, not selling the job, Chris. Just the time frame. What are you doing this in the morning? What are you picking up with what? It, it doesn't matter. I mean, I've got a camera in the back garden and I can walk in there and it's like there's landmines everywhere. <laughs> You're not really selling this job, no, like you say. No, uh, Well, I'll, if someone I'll, else is... I'll, I'll eat wasps. I'll eat wasps, anything. <laughs> So you'd be happy to do pretty much anything rather than Poo Patrol? Anything. All right, we'll see if there's something out for you, Chris. I appreciate that. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Did you did you just blow your nose? <laughs> I did. Over the end of hunger there. And you know the weirdest thing, right? I was dissing you for a loud nose I know, blow. And I then know. there I am. Head over Florence. Really, really sorry, Florence. Sorry, Richie. Uh, it is Bush and Richie's home time, it's Absolute Radio. Uh, Tuesday evening with uh, added nose blowing. That we listen, we have just launched the household job swap club, and it's going great guns. Keep an eye out for us on Dragon's Den pretty soon. <laughs> if you've got a job you don't like doing around the house, tell us about it. Maybe you can swap it with someone else with a job that they don't like doing. Uh, so Chris earlier put up a uh, poo patrol for his uh, 70 kilo uh, mastiff. Why does he keep going about the weight of his dog? <laughs> I, really I, I guess the weight of the dog is an indication <laughs> of how much of a task it is probably. <laughs> uh, afternoon boys, I'm not going near that but I can offer up loft duty. No one goes near that loft door but me. Oh. Little piles accumulate by the hatch and after a month or two I think about putting them up there. Happy to put my skills out to render. Another Chris in order shop. Kaz says uh, I hate washing up but I'm more than happy to get rid of spiders and wasps so 
fulfilling the role that you've got That's in your house right at the moment. Idea, yeah. And lads, I'd be happy to swap changing my bedding every week for something less tedious, uh, like locking the doors before bed. Hey, that's another thing that's in my kind of ballpark. Yep. It's late night, everyone's gone to bed, security checks. I don't think if I went round doing that, I, I think I have to just be open. <laughs> some kind of free-for-all. I do, I have to check every single door and double-lock everything. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. What kind of jump is it, Richie? What jumps are you talking about? Run and jump, hop off a step, long jump. Long, proper. Proper old school long jump. The one we do the step, the jump and the throw That's forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into yeah. sand? Yes. Into sand. Yeah. The text is still coming in for our household job swap club. Charlotte says, uh, I can offer my ability to make a great sandwich to someone who can match up the socks in the sock basket. Uh, Mark in Essex, happy to swap removing the hair and toenail oh. tangle from the bath plug. That is absolutely disgusting. He'll have no takers. He'll have no takers for that. <laughs> the no-repeat guarantee. Accumulator. Absolute Radio, the home of the No Repeat Guarantee. We play more music. Don't ever repeat a song from nine in the Dave Berry Breakfast Show to five here on Home Time with us. And we're now giving you the chance to win cash as well. It's £2,000 today. We're going to call one of you back and try and give you the cash. Remember, you need to answer the phone in five rings and know today's featured artist. Call back the person who has randomly been selected. Best of luck. You've got five rings to pick up. Here we go. Come on. Six. I counted six. That's Someone bad. stumbling across their lounge, tracky bottoms around their ankles, falling over to that in the nicest possible way. I mean, not being able to get to the phone. Hey, but do you know what? <laughs> what? One person's bad news is another person's good news because that now means... Hold on a minute, yes. That now means £4,000 to be won tomorrow. If you didn't win today, you could be lucky tomorrow. Listen to Dave Berry's Breakfast Show tomorrow at 9 o'clock to hear the name of the next featured artist. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Pancake day today. Uh, exciting times, not just for kids, but adults as well. Have you got an order in? Have you got a plan for this evening? I actually messaged my wife earlier my required toppings... Uh, Check you out, little Lord Fontenoy, <laughs> or his called. I actually caught myself there. That sounded terrible. Unbelievable. Mother, <laughs> mother. <laughs> Tap tappy a cane on the window. Sugar. Nice. Lemon. Nutella. Oh. Raspberry seedless jam. Vanilla ice cream. Unbelievable. I admire it's it. Unbelievable. It's an incredible Willy Wonka esque collection of things, isn't it? That's not, that's not all on one pancake. No, and I approve all of those toppings, and I, I think that's a great thing. And, you know, kind of joking aside, you know, it's brilliant that it's pancake day, but it has come to our attention on the show a little bit that mm. some people are kind of ruining it by. Are they ever? Being a bit deviant in terms of their pancake choice. Agreed. And we don't want, we don't want to ruin pancake day for people because it's a time of celebration. But Richie and I just want to talk about this right now. Uh, we've spent a bit of our show budget on putting out an infomercial. 
commercial about Pancake Day. You might see it tonight if you're watching Coronation Street or whatever be in the ad break, but it's kind of a, a government information thing. Have a little listen to this. Bush and Richie here. It's Pancake Day today, so we just wanted to say have a great time and don't forget to pick up your eggs, sugar and lemons on the way home. But on a serious note, it's come to our attention that some people... And we know this isn't you. That's right, you'd never do this, but some people might be ruining Pancake Day by choosing to have savoury ones. Now, we all know savoury pancakes isn't a thing. Look, if you fancy a cheese or mushrooms or something, get yourself an omelette. The market's already catered for. So, don't be a d- put the creme fraiche down and stop ruining it for everybody else. But, have a great pancake day and remember... Save one for us! <laughs> <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Danny says, Bush, please get Ritchie to say Nutella again. I don't know what the hell that was. Nutella. One more time. Nutella. Sorry, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) What's the problem? Where's the who coming from? That's how it's pronounced. Is it though? I promise you. Who have you heard this from? (laughs) <laughs> from the top <laughs> this is how I have always pronounced it I've been on three French exchanges when I did my GCSEs <laughs> that's amazing that is how it is pronounced three French exchanges I promise you one more time Nutella okay fine he's not budging uh, it's fair to say we're getting a bit of kickback on our Many campaigns <laughs> to outlaw savoury pancakes look let's not muck around look tonight Right? It's pancake day. Have a pancake. Don't muck about with savoury stuff. That's an omelette. A couple of things, all right? First of all, my pronunciation of the hazelnut chocolate spread, I don't want to be taken away from no. our campaign very, very to, to, to rid savoury pancakes, all right? <coughs> I'm getting emotional. Yes, very emotional about this. Malcolm says, <laughs> I think Findus would disagree. Look, we're not, you can just keep Findus out. There's nothing to do with them. William Nightingale uh, is uh, catching my ire right now. He says, oh, yes, they are. The best pancakes have crispy duck and hoisin sauce with them. Now, listen, William Nightingale. Yeah, mate. All right. I love ordering crispy duck and hoisin sauce with pancakes, all right? But that is from a specific restaurant, obviously. Pancake Day, celebrating Shrove Tuesday, yep. is about tossing, all right? And Thank that you. is not the kind of pancake that you are going to toss, all this, right? Exactly. So Thank you. I think what, what we kind of want from... We want to flush out. Let's <laughs> smoke out. Look, out. look how annoyed this is getting, Richie. Let's smoke out these people who are savoury pancakers. We'll try and come up with a proper, proper phrase for it. If you know someone who's going to ruin pancakes... Pancake night tonight by mucking about with your creme fraiches, your cheese, oh, your mushrooms, those kind of things. It's sacrilege. Let us know now. 8, 12, 15. We've got Queen next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid-contract. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, now, we're trying to crack down on people who are ruining Pancake Day by mucking around with savoury pancakes. That is not what Jesus would have wanted. But before we get into that, there's still this argument going on about Richie's pronunciation of, what is it? Uh, Nutella. Uh, Bush and Richie. Uh, Richie had a rant yesterday about uh, people incorrectly pronouncing Firth, says Rich in Warwickshire. But now he can't say Nutella properly. You even have a Nutella ad playing in the radio station. I'm sure they don't pronounce it like that and the way he does. Uh, well, Rich in Warwickshire, have a listen to this commercial that I found. 
With ingredients like roasted hazelnuts, skim milk, and cocoa, there's a whole lot of happy in every jar of Nutella. <laughs> All right, can we just leave it now, please? Enough of the Nutella chat. Eight, I'm even 12, doing it. 15 to retract and apologise. Thank you very much. Meanwhile, come on, let's smoke out all these people mucking around. It's virtually witchcraft, isn't it? It's Wicca <laughs> yeah, it having is. savoury pancakes. Alistair says, well, you lot are not the boss of me. I'm having haggis savoury ones followed by sweet ones tonight. Haggis savoury pancakes? Heretic. Uh, Evan says, damn you, sitting in hospital on clear liquid-only diet, drooling about pancakes. I'm not jealous. <laughs> Needless to say, when I get out of here on Thursday, I have an appointment with a stack of pancakes with maple syrup and crispy bacon, oh, yeah. the only combination worth eating. And we're happy. There's been quite a few people asking for clarification on maple syrup and bacon, as obviously it's a bit of both. Predominantly sweet. Yes, we'll because accept that. The, the syrup is the uh, the dominant partner in that. Exactly, as per rule 2.5. Uh, Liam the Sweep says, Oh my God, lads, I can't believe the amount of, and I love this phrase, pancake princesses on here tonight. Lemon and sugar, that's it. My old man had salt and vinegar on his, which is disturbing oh. enough. My daughter asked for a chocolate spread earlier. She nearly had her first ever smack. Not really, but you know what I mean. Love from Liam. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. The central point of tonight's show is that savoury pancakes is not a thing, and we're still getting lots of texts into the show. We're banning them as of this evening. Joe in Holbeach says, Guys, I've got to say lime juice and sugar on pancakes is delicious as well. Sitting listening to you as I do the ironing. She's sitting whilst doing the ironing. Couple of things there. First off, you're quite right. Sitting, ironing. Can you sit curious. down and iron at the same time? I don't, dangerous I don't know if business. You can. It's very, very dangerous. Secondly, lime rather than lemon. I know, I know. Mm. The fact that she was sitting down and ironing almost, in many ways, took my mind off the fact that she's putting lime all over her pancakes. Curious. Yeah, very curious, but at least she's on the whole, you know, the sweet side of things rather than savoury. Dave Berry Breakfast Show tomorrow morning, live from six o'clock. Be listening at nine. We had a rollover today on the no repeat guarantee accumulator. So at nine o'clock, Dave will set things going and tell you tomorrow's featured artist that you'll need to know if you're going to win £4,000. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we're embarking on a mission to find the nation's best fish and chip shop. It's the Hometime Chip Shop Tour with Mould and Salt. Uh, if you think your local chippy is the best in the land, you need to tell us about it on our website, absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, we could be paying it a visit. And while you're there as well, you can win, uh, and this is a great little sweetener, you can win a £400 dining experience and Mould and Salt to cook with at home. And that's the Hometime Chip Shop Tour with Mould and Salt. All good food starts with a pinch. Then Bush and I will go out on tour and we will judge these chip shops. But of course, how do you judge a chip shop? This point. is why I have had to devise the chip index. Now, you were banding this idea around yesterday that you have managed to condense or distill a good chippy down to a certain number of like formula or numbers. Is that right? Let me take you through it. Imagine in your mind right now a fictional chip shop. Have you got one in your mind? Or okay. it could be a local one, I don't know. Let's call it the Codfather in real. <laughs> OK, right, the Codfather in real. In real. OK, first of all, would you give me a mark out of ten for the quality of its fish? Eight out of ten is pretty good. OK, cool. Give me a mark out of ten for the quality of its chips. Play along at home, by the way, with your chippy. Yeah, you can do that. The chips are all, the chips are all right, six. Six, okay. 
How many of these condiments does it have for free? Mayo, ketchup, tartar sauce, barbecue, and a local variant. Everything but barbecue. <laughs> okay. Four. So that's four. Is there a battered sausage ready for you on demand? Is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> yes, there is. You get two for that, then. You get one if there wasn't. Oh, OK, I like that. Um, how punny is the title of the chip shop? Have a look at yourself, mate. Have a little look. <laughs> yeah, it's called The, the Godfather. Godfather. It's, it's punny. It's not overly original, so I'm going to give it two out of three for that. Two out of three. Fair okay. enough, we'll take that. And then finally, fame factor. Where's this score on the fame factor? Have they got a famous patron or is the Godfather and Will famous for something? They have a photograph yeah. uh, in this fictional chippy of John Virgo from Big Break. <laughs> he went there for a codlot one time. John Virgo's been uh, there. Your maximum score is, is three out of ten. I'm going to give that three if it's had the, uh, the Virgo rating. Virgo in there. So then what you Trick do... Shot. The maximum chip index you can have... Are you having chip index? Is that something you can have out? No, that's the final score of the rate. Okay. The maximum score is 9,000, all right? So what I'm now going to do is multiply 8 by 6... He's got a little calculator over by there. ..by 4, by 2, by 2, by 3... <laughs> Godfather's got a chip index of 2,304. I feel we've got closer to the truth with this. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you want your local chippy to come under the scrutiny of our chip index, then get online and nominate them. Absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, I know I said that uh, 9,000 was the maximum score you could get on the chip index. Yeah. You only said that your chips were 6 out of 10, which is why it's obviously, you know, it's, it's pulled the index down. We did have a little steward's inquiry during those two songs at how come the codfather in real, the made-up <laughs> chippy that we use as an example, has such a low score, but that's just how the chip index index works there you go. isn't it simple yeah. as that uh, so get online and tell us about that we'd love to come and visit your neck of the woods also on tomorrow's show uh, and this is brilliant this just happened in the last half an hour we, we've got a special car that we're going to be driving around in yeah. to go and go and visit all these chippies on March the 18th uh, and there's a bit of room on the back for like a bumper sticker slogan so we'll be up with a chance tomorrow on this radio show for you to come up with a slogan for our chip shop tour watch this space Peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid contract. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, so a bit earlier on, before we started this radio show this afternoon, we went for lunch uh, with our lovely show sponsors, Tesco Mobile. It was a lovely lunch. Lovely bunch of people, uh, Helga and a team, it's always good to see them. Uh, and we were sat around chatting, uh, you know, bits and bobs about what's been going on. We were just saying here in our building, our lift's being repaired. I mean, it's the longest lift repair ever, but I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. It's going to have to look brilliant by the time <laughs> it's done. But the weird thing is, you know, the great and good come up here and, you know, come up for interviews like Chris Pratt yeah. and, you know, uh, Elizabeth Banks or whatever, and they've got to go past uh, burly lift engineers sat there trying to fix this lift or whatever. But weird enough, we're talking about lifts, and it turns out out of the eight of us sat around having lunch today, two people in the group had been stuck in a lift at some point. Now, that is quite a high proportion. That's a lot, isn't it? If we're going to take that as a sample of the population, two out of eight of us stuck in a lift. Now, I know I've been somewhat criticised for my maths, uh, not just before, but within the last 15 minutes. Uh, a few comments about the chip index you heard before six. <laughs> However, some rudimentary calculations suggest 
If two out of eight is representative of the population, yeah. that's 25%. That's a quarter. A quarter of the population stuck in a lift. Yeah. That is unbelievable. You know, one of the girls was absolutely traumatised. She was stuck in a, in a glass lift in a shopping centre. Oh, don't. For oh, over an don't. hour. I don't. I couldn't. She was I the couldn't. only one in there. Everyone was like, she was like David Blaine. That is horrendous. So, but... Is there, can this be true? I mean, surely this can't be true, 25%. I think the only way that we can we can try and prove this right now with the means that we have in front of us yep. is a bit bold, but I reckon we should try it. If we lined up eight people on the phone right now, 0330-123-1215. Right. 0330-123-1215. Eight people on the phone and just went through, have you been stuck in a lift? A live survey. And listen, call the show. We don't care whether you have or you haven't. No, aware, but exactly. Just, just call in now. Yeah, you have to call in. Call don't, in. Don't even give it a thought, all right? Just go because pick, it's pick just going to be a box standard sample size. So go. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Surely eight people wouldn't just suddenly call just like that to tell us to see if they've been stuck in a lift. This is live science, folks. I can't believe it. Thank you. We just put up the bat symbol into the skies to see if we can get people on about this. And, of course, you've come good, and we knew we could rely on you. Uh, so we've got Ryan first up. Ryan, how's your day been? Rubbish. Ah, oh. Have you ever been stuck in a lift? Yes. Good lads. That's one out of one. Bing! Next caller is Nicola. Welcome to the show, Nicola. Are you having a good day? Uh, yes, thank you. I am. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You having pancakes for tea tonight? Um, I've had some for lunch, actually, but yeah, I'm going to have some more later. Oh, check you out, double pancakes. <laughs> Rich, yes, yeah. the question. Nicola, have you been stuck in a lift? Uh, yes, I have. Two out of two. Two out of two. Wow. Okay. We're on a roll. So that should mean the next six haven't been. Okay, Raj, welcome to Home Time. Hello. Are you, in, are you at home? Is it home time for you? It's definitely home time. I'm, I'm stuck in a conveyor belt of traffic, so I'm really glad to speak to a human being. But have you been stuck in a lift, Raj? Uh, I have, yeah. Three out of three! <laughs> Unbelievable scenes here in the studio. <laughs> Next up, it's Matt. Matt, where are you calling in from? Uh, Leon C. Hey, good old mid Leon C. My yeah. neck of the woods as well. How's it looking down there? Uh, wet and rainy and... Great. Brilliant. Can't wait to get home. Thanks, mate. <laughs> no worries, mate. Matt, the big question is, have you been stuck in a lift? No, I haven't. Three out of four. Wow. Oh, okay, this is interesting. Uh, Stuart uh, is uh, next on Home Time. Stuart, where are you? I'm on my way home to Ricelip. Ricelip, oh. but do you have, have you ever been stuck in a lift, Stuart? No, never been stuck in a lift. Use it every day. Three out of five now. Brazen, look at his brass neck on him. Sean next on the line. Sean, what are you having for tea tonight? Um, well, it's Sean's lunch now, so probably kebab. All right, good lad. Sean, do you yeah. have you ever been stuck in a lift before? Yes, I have. <gasps> Four out of six. Four out of six. This is really hanging in the balance here right now. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Uh, which way does it fall for Luke? Next, live on Home Time. Luke, have you ever been stuck in a lift? No, I have not. Oh. Very definite answer there. Where are we at now? Uh, f- <laughs> four out of seven. Four out of seven. <laughs> I've got to do some maths in a minute. Uh, who, who, look at this waving in the corner. It's Paul. Hi, Paul. Hello. Paul, uh, have you had a good day so far? Uh, not too bad, but not work, so okay. not too much. <laughs> Listen, mate, the question everyone wants to know is, Paul, have you been stuck in a lift? 
No, I have not. He's not been stuck in a lift. 50% of the nation have been. Wow, that is unbelievable. That's even higher than we first thought. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who got in touch. This is science, folks. It's science. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Deborah Powell's been on with a little tweet that in many ways is a bit of a uh, correctional clarification. She says, guys, is a two and a half year out of date flower uh, acceptable for tonight's pancake No, day? don't touch it. Deborah, Deborah, was it? Deborah's fine though, isn't it? Flower Sorry? weevils. What's that? Flower weevils. Uh, was it like a little fat person that wobbles around? <laughs> no, weevils as in weevil. Weevil. Flower weevils. I genuinely have never heard of that before in my entire life. They are... Like a mouse? Parasites. Okay. uh, That breed in out-of-date flower. Okay. uh, And I think they can give you some kind of... Uh, kidney problems. <laughs> is that is that backed up in science fact? <laughs> this entire show has been mired in very, very rocky science fact. I don't know where I heard that, but I'm pretty sure you need to watch out for your flower weevils. Bush and Richie here. It's pancake day today, so we just wanted to say have a great time and don't forget to pick up your eggs, sugar and lemons on the way home. But on a serious note, it's come to our attention that some people... And we know this isn't you. That's right, you'd never do this, but some people might be ruining Pancake Day by choosing to have savoury ones. Now, we all know savoury pancakes isn't a thing. Look, if you fancy a cheese or mushrooms or something, get yourself an omelette. The market's already catered for. So, don't be a d- put the creme fraiche down and stop ruining it for everybody else. But... Have a great pancake day and remember, save one for us. (laughs) 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 Corrections and clarifications. Time once again for our little pop-up feature, Corrections and Clarifications. I think it's fair to say uh, that we make an innumerable amount of mistakes during the course of this show, and you lot are always the first to pick us up on them. All you've got to do is drop us an email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Now, thankfully today, this isn't a correction. It's a clarification needed. Oh, it's a good uh, point. From Ian Bartle, who said, scones, or is it scones? But that's actually not what his problem is about. He goes on to say, the wife and I have a difference in opinion on how to start a scone or a scone. She's wrong, one tastes better. What's your take on this? And he's attached a picture of two plates of scones or scones. Uh, one has the jam on the bottom, then the cream on top. One wow. has the cream on the bottom, then the jam on top. Well, there's one clear uh, way of doing this. Again, I'm a Devon lad, but I go against the Devonshire way of doing a cream tea. Oh, do you? Because apparently the Devonshire way is cream first, jam on top. Right. Or is it? Or is it jam first, cream on top? <laughs> Look, I, I forget the Devon way. Let me just tell you the way I would do it, right? Oh. This is meant to be a clarification. I feel like you've just chucked a ton of mud in the water. Well, look at them. They both look as good as each other, don't they? <laughs> You're no help. Oh, God. I, yeah, for me, jam first, cream on top. What are you going for? Uh, for me, jam first, cream, cream on top. Because yeah. the cream is the topping, right? The jam is I the spread. I would have said so. Plus, as well, you put jam on top of cream, it's going to smear it. Yeah, it's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, Ian, is it Ian the guy sent in? Uh, yes. Ian, mate, what are those plates you've got down <laughs> there? What is that? That's very, Laura Ashley. Very busy. Very, just too busy. Way too busy. <laughs> and on top of that tablecloth as well, I feel I'm going to have a migraine. So, Home Time says, jam first. 
Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. And just if you missed that at the very start of the podcast, uh, Richie said, just to see if you want to write it down, uh, that if it wasn't for his eyesight failing, he'd have been a championship-level goalkeeper. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll stick with that. That's just, he's not going to budge on that. No, do you know what? The, 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 Go on, I, then. I don't want this to turn into some kind of sports podcast because that's not what this show no. is. <laughs> the championship is littered with small goalkeepers. You think about it. I am. Uh, what was the name of that uh, oh, lad who played for QPR and Leeds and Sheffield United? Shaved head guy, little pa- shaved head Paddy guy. Kenny. Followed Paddy Kenny. Paddy Kenny, short sure. little fella. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. I- I'm not going to argue with you. you could have been the championship. Could have been Absolute Radio's Paddy Kenny. <laughs> In many ways, Richie, you are. Bill Bailey, take it away. It's the podcast. 